everyone doing today welcome to what would Kay say I am your host Kay Edwards well happy birthday MLK this is his weekend he was actually born on January 15th 1929 which was January 15th was Friday but tomorrow we will celebrate his birthday because as you know how we do here in America we love a three-day weekend So regardless of when you were born, if you're famous and we're going to celebrate, just trust and believe it will be on a Monday, right? Right? I mean, seriously, everybody's birthday is celebrated on a Monday. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like as if I didn't enjoy it. When I went out to work, I looked forward to every three-day weekend that they gave us. Every long weekend that we got a Monday off because the holiday fell on the Monday, I look forward to it. So because you could always plan something or do something without having to use your own personal time. You got that extra day. And who doesn't want an extra day on the weekend, right? So this weekend, we are celebrating his birthday and Monday for those of you who, well, since everything has changed so much, there's no more going to the office or anything. So 
But if you were working from home and you now don't have to do anything on Monday, congratulations. But before I begin, as I was in the middle of saying, I wanted to get some candy for my throat. Before I begin, I want to remind everyone that City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours. These tours are designed to give you a unique opportunity to learn the history of the New York City neighborhood that you are currently running through. You can choose from 23 different tours of neighborhoods in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. For a list of the neighborhoods and a full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. Also, check out their live tours every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on Instagram.com slash cityrunningtours. Today, I want to talk about our bodies, and our reading for the scripture is going to come from the New King James Version, 1 Corinthians 6, 12-14, and 19-20. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from God, and you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And bless the reading of the word today. Now I know those of you that are familiar with these scriptures know that when Paul spoke about this, he was referring to the Corinthians and their, promis their promiscuity. He was letting them know that the way that they were carrying on in their cities, although they believed in Christ and had converted, they were still practicing sexual immorality. But today, I'm not going to address that part of the scriptures. Today, I want to focus on what we do with our bodies when we misuse it in an unhealthy way. I'm talking about our eating habits. Over the past year, especially due to the pandemic, we have all put on extra pounds, right? Way more than we bargained for. First, we became stressed, not knowing what was actually happening, and afraid of the uncertainty that the pandemic was creating. Next, with all that stress, came the eating for comfort creating all types of food dishes, seeking food that would make us feel better, right? Then because some of us started working from home, we became sedentary. Unfortunately, some of us lost our jobs, which then created another level of stress. And after that, being in the house summer, well, no, let's not start being in the house summer. Let's start from the beginning. Being in the house spring, summer, fall, 
and winter, we just sat back and made the best of it, right? What else could we do? We couldn't go anywhere. Everything was closed. So we started cooking at home because we couldn't go out to our favorite restaurants. Or we started ordering in more because we decided to bring our favorite restaurants into the homes with us, right? Since we couldn't go there, we're going to bring them to us. So now here we are, 2021, with the pounds that we gained in 2020. And now I know I told some of you that you couldn't bring everything into 2021 with you, but the pounds, we had no choice. We just ha- If you hadn't lost them, you had to bring them into 2021 with you, right? <laughs> so now... Usually at the beginning of the year, everyone becomes more health conscious, wanting to work out. You know, that's always part of everybody's resolution. Oh, I'm going to work out more. Oh, I'm going to eat healthier. But we never fully commit to doing it long enough for it to make a difference. Some of us do. I'm not not knocking because I know some of you are now, look, you know, talking to your radio saying, oh, or you're talking to your computer saying, I do. I'm still on my regimen. I'm still eating healthy. I'm not talking to you guys. You guys that made your decision that you were going to eat healthier and exercise in this new year. God bless you. You're still doing it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But those of you who think like me, who thinks about doing it and says, I'm not even going to bother because I know I'm not going to stick to it. I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to all of you guys that think like me. Right. Today, we're going to look at healthier ways to get what our body needs and still enjoy what we're eating. Because, see, that's always been my biggest my biggest uh, problem. I can eat healthy. To me, eating healthy sometimes is quite boring until you learn how to be creative with it. And I have I have started doing that. But I'll, I'll get into that as I go through the the story that I'm, I'm, well, as I go through the study that I came across, we'll talk about that. And today, like I said, I want us to look at healthier ways that we could get our body what it needs and still enjoy what we're eating, okay? Now, I got this research from the Cleveland Clinic, and they wrote an article last year talking about foods that we can eat and still lose weight, right? So now they always say whenever you eat, you're not supposed to be focusing on losing weight. They, f- they say that if you eat the right foods, you will automatically lose weight if you eat it in the right portions and things like that. But this Cleveland Clinic wrote an article talking about how we could do both, eat what we want and lose the weight, right? And it focused on tips that that we could do to help us implement nutrition into our everyday eating. Now, according to the Cleveland Clinic, there are foods that we could eat and still lose weight. The concept comes from concentrating on eating what we need and not focusing on what we don't. Mind-blowing, right? Who would have thought of that? (laughs) Because when you think about it, so many diets always have us eliminating foods out of our daily routine. And I know some of you probably never tried a diet. 
But for the most of us who has, for the majority of us who has at one time or another felt we had on too many extra pounds and decided to tweak our diets, right? We always focused on what we were going to eliminate eating on a daily routine, like, oh, I'm not going to have that roll in the morning, or oh, I'm not going to have that muffin, I'm cutting out carbs, I'm cutting out sugar, I'm cutting out dark foods, I'm talk- I'm cutting out white foods, it, it, w- it was always something, I'm cutting out something in order for me to try and lose the extra pounds that I put on, right? But what they're saying here in this article was that we don't have to concentrate on eliminating foods What we have to do is we don't think about what we need to take out. We just focus on what we need to eat more of, right? And when we do it that way, because when we do it the other way, all right, let's just think about this for a moment. When we do it the other way and we're always taking out, taking out, like I said, not eating carbs, not eating bread, not eating cake, not eating chips. When we stop doing that and say, okay, now I could start putting it back into my body slowly, what do you think happens? We gain all the weight back that we lost, right? So studies have shown that by focusing more on introducing more nutritious foods into our meals and less on the foods that we shouldn't be eating, we lose weight and keep it off. And by doing this, our bodies don't feel as though we're depriving them of, and our bodies don't feel like we're depriving it of anything. The less that we feel like we are missing something, the more we are likely to maintain a healthy diet, a a healthy eating eating habit. I don't want to call it a diet. I want to call it an eating habit because what we're doing is we're just incorporating, like they said, the healthier foods that we should be consuming on a daily basis, right? So when you think about it, it makes sense. And I know I have to tell myself, I have to tell myself this on a regular, right? Because, you know, I told you guys before, I love sweets. And I do try to eat more healthy snacks, right? Sometimes I do say, oh, I'm not going to eat any sweets at all. Anything with extra added sugar, unless, you know, if it's fruit, it's natural, so that's fine. But if I'm not going to go and get that cake, you know what I'm saying, which I love. But I always say I'm going to eat something more healthy, right? The healthier snacks like, okay, yogurt and fruit, right? A trail mix, a nut medley. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy all of those things. But as a substitute for a lemon pound cake or a Snickers bar, I'm sorry, yogurt and fruit. And there are some of you who love to have yogurt and fruit, yogurt and granola. You guys, there's some of you that live for yogurt. I personally don't live for yogurt. I can eat yogurt, but I, if I had to choose between yogurt and a lemon pound cake, I'm sorry, my mind is, my taste buds are going to automatically scream lemon pound cake, but I have learned to substitute the yogurt in there instead, right? But here's the good part. When you integrate the slice of cake one day, right? Say in your diet, you put the slice of cake in there, right? But then the next day, you have the yogurt instead of the cake. It works. 
You just have to learn how and when to fit it in. It's all about doing the substitutions, but not substitutions where you're getting rid of what you love, just substituting more healthier snacks in place of eating more of the stuff that you just love to gorge on, right? So now they also stated that, oh, they also stated that if you concentrate on incorporating a certain amount of healthy foods into your meals every day, like for instance, aiming to have between five and seven servings of fresh fruit and vegetables, you'll find that you'll naturally limit the not so healthy choices, right? And this is what I've started doing. I decided this year that I was going to eat less rice because I am a rice fanatic. You know, I'm part Caribbean. And so, you know, I love to eat my rice and peas. I love to eat my rice and black beans. I just love to eat rice. I can eat rice with rice. I just love rice, right? (laughs) So... Just as some people, just as, look, don't knock me about my rice because there are some of you who love pasta, right? Some of you that love potatoes. I just happen, my starch of choice happens to be rice, okay? So what I've been doing instead of having so much rice every night with, with my meal, what, I've, what I'm doing now is I'll have my protein, and I'll have double the salad, like whatever vegetable I used to have when I used to have the rice, the protein and the vegetable. What I'll do now is I'll have the vegetable and a salad or I'll have double salad. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm having double vegetable yet. It depends on what the vegetable is, but I will have a double salad. Right. And what I've also done with my salads, because before I used to to me, I used to always. OK, let me go back to the beginning. When I was a teenager. I used to eat salads all the time. It was always salads. You know, when you're a teen, you want to stay, you know, your shape, whatever. You're always eating salads. Salads, I loved salads. Then I got to the point where I guess because I was eating them so much, I didn't want to see a salad. I was like, oh, that's rabbit food. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm done. I want something heavy. I want something solid. I want something that's going to stick. I should have never said that because it's been sticking ever since. But that's another story. So, but now I've gotten back to the point as I've gotten older, that I enjoy a salad again. But what I've done with the salads is I've really made them exciting. Like I'll put dried fruit and nuts and peppers and all that type of stuff in my salad. Where I know some of you, when I say that, some of you are probably like, well, how else would you eat a salad? You know, that's that's a salad is supposed to have all those different things in it. But I never used to incorporate all those things into my salad, right? But now for me to make salads fun again for myself, I found that by adding dried cranberries or, you know, raisins, and I'm not a raisin eater. I don't particularly care for raisins, but I will eat a raisin in a salad, right? And I guess because it's mixed up with everything else, like I'll have walnuts, I'll have sunflower seeds, I'll even have almonds, you know, different nuts in my salads and I'll have it like I said with the dried fruit peppers all those different things and I very rarely have a dressing I might put maybe a teaspoon of dressing over it all or basically just oil and vinegar like a you know 
a vinaigrette, a balsamic vinaigrette to, you know, just to mix it all together to make it cohesive. But that is the way that I eat my salads. And I was actually surprising myself that the more that I ate my salads in that way, I didn't really want the rice. And you'll see as I finish going down with the study what I'm talking about. So then what else are they saying? And besides, when I started eating salads, you notice that salads don't weigh you down. And I also, I also eat my heaviest meal in the middle of the day. Now, I had started doing that a long time ago because I found that at work, it worked better for me. If I ate the meal, the heaviest meal in the middle of the day, which is what most cultures do, that's why they have siestas in some countries where like we know, you know, in the Spanish countries they have siestas because they know your body gets tired after you eat because they're eating their heaviest meals during the day because at night you want something lighter because you don't want to have to go to sleep on it so I've started doing that from a while ago and with doing that I've noticed that in the evening I very rarely want anything or if I have something it's a very light snack of some sort right because the older you get our bodies changes and let's face it the, the things that we used to love eating, we no longer crave or desire, or they no longer make us feel good after we've consumed them. So here is a list of foods that the study stated that if you incorporated it into your daily dietary plans will not only aid us in losing weight and improve our eating habits, it could also improve our health overall. Of course, it would be fruits and vegetables at the top of the list, followed by whole grains, then legumes, all dried beans, you know, peas and lentils. They can be canned or frozen for convenience. Plant-based oils such as olive, avocado, sunflower, grapeseed, or peanut, nuts and seeds. Avocados is in a class by themselves. <laughs> Lean sources of protein like fish, shellfish, white meat, eggs, eggs white, egg whites, and tofu, and calcium-rich foods like low-fat yogurt, low yogurt, cottage cheese, and milk, right? So now when we add fruits and vegetables to our meals, we should try to eat those first. That's the secret. That's the secret. And I've learned that when I went to a nutritionist. They said when you make your plate, you know, you have your vegetables, you have your carbs if you have it, and you have your protein. They always said you eat your vegetables first. So if you did it like the way the clock goes around in a circle, you had your vegetables at the top from 12 to 3 was your vegetables. And then your protein could be from three going to six. And then your carbs and whatever else should have been from six going back up to 12. And you start eating the plate in that direction. When you eat the plate in that direction, then that's how you were able to get all your vegetables and things of that nature. Rather than eating and loading up on the carbs, right? So they said that when we eat those first, they, they, will, they make us feel fuller. When we eat our fruits and vegetables first, they make us feel fuller. And then when in us eating them and feeling full, we then consume less calories because by the time we get around the plate, we're not, you know, our stomach is satisfied with what we have eaten already. So we're not taking in all those extra carbs, right? 
The study also goes on to state that healthy foods tend to have fewer calories than other foods. So you can eat the same amount of food overall and still lose weight. And we know that salad has like zero calories. You could eat a bowl of salad. The thing that really puts the weight on you when it comes to the calories, I should say, on you when it comes to salads is the dressing. When people just glob the dressing on. And I know back in the day, I used to love a lot of dressing on my salad, right? Because I used to toss it. I, I loved it that way. But now it takes away from the flavor of what I'm trying to get when I have the, the dried fruits and everything in it. So I don't like a lot of dressing on my salad anymore. And yeah, they're saying, so like I was saying, salads have like zero calories. So you can eat as much salad as you want and not gain anything from it, right? So they also say that, oh, here's how we can ensure that we're getting all the good stuff that we should be eating. You add some good stuff to every meal. Start your day with a piece of fruit for breakfast or a salad and an additional vegetable at lunch and dinner, right? Now they say if you prepare ahead of time, which means you rinse your vegetables and fruit, you cut them up during the week, on the weekend, during the week it's easier to just go into the refrigerator, grab them, and incorporate it into your, your food or, or into your, your meal, whatever you're eating at that moment. I have a problem with that. Not that I have a problem with what they're saying. I have a problem doing that. I cannot take time out in the weekend and cut up stuff and put it in individual containers so that it's easy for me to grab. To me, it's just like, okay, if I'm going to have it, I'm going to have it. I'll grab it. I'll do what I need to do with it when I'm ready to eat it. And maybe if I try to wrap my mind around preparing it ahead of time, then it might be easier for me to incorporate it in more of my meals. But I just can't stand there and just cut up stuff. I don't know. Maybe some of you can. Maybe some of you have done it. And maybe I should start doing it. I should just maybe do it. Maybe I'll try it. Okay. Since this is already Sunday, I can't say I'm going to start this weekend. But the weekend coming up, I'm going to try to prepare my things the ahead of time leave them in individual containers in the refrigerator and see if it helps me incorporate it into my diet easier than if I just take it on the day or the afternoon whenever I'm going to use it and then do the cutting up and the preparing of it. I'm going to see if it makes any difference, but I know I have a hard time sticking to that, that routine, right? But they're saying if you do that, it makes it easier for you to stay on track when you buy them and you pre, you know, and you keep them in there, or you can go to the supermarket because now the supermarkets, if you notice, everything is prepackaged for us. It's all all pre-washed, and it's so many different items that you can find already prepackaged, from fruit to veggies, everything. They're already prepackaged in their individual servings, so that you can just grab and go. Now, those I did used to use, like if it were carrots, uh, the nut trail mix things I would get those because in the mornings when I was packing a lunch or whatever I was taking to work for lunch I would just grab those packets throw it in and keep it moving but for doing it at home for myself I don't know maybe I need to just buy more of them that's already pre-packaged for me but it also says 
you go even easy on the add-ins. Like you boost your salad by adding more diced vegetables and seeds and using oil and vinegar, like I said, as opposed to using the heavier, the creamier salad dressings and things of that. You know, you try the balsamic vinegar, lemon juice, and lime for extra flavor. And when you do that, it's a game changer. And it helps you to stick to the eatier, the healthier eating habits, right? But when swapping bad foods for healthier options, once you've gotten into a routine of working more healthier foods into your diet, you could then you can then take a look at the d- the foods that were unhealthy and see if you can find alternatives for it. Like just say if you love to eat which I don't, but they said here as an example, if you typically eat hot dogs a few times a week, instead of eating hot dogs that often, try roast chicken breasts. They said replace ice cream with frozen yogurt or sorbet, replace milkshakes with fruit and yogurt smoothies, a handful of nuts or seeds instead of potato chips. Hmm, that's not even a, co- a good comparison because nuts, yeah, that's a healthy comparison. But when you're eating chips, you want that crunch. You want that salty. You want that in your body. So that's what they say. So I'm just giving you some examples of what they're saying. Try toast, whole grain toast instead of pastries, like in the morning, instead of having that uh cheese Danish or whatever. I guess I don't like cheese Danishes, but I know that's what some people eat in the morning with their coffee. They're saying have whole grain toast instead. And opt for beans instead of potatoes in several meals each week, right? So if we are diligent in doing all of the above, Here's the benefits we could look forward to, right? Now, if we're going to do all this work, we might as well have something to look forward to, right? But here's what we could look forward to. We could look forward to a decrease in heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and stroke. It regulates our digestion. It lowers our cholesterol. And it just helps improve our mood and reduce depression, right? So everything doesn't have to be doom and gloom when we start incorporating these healthier ways and of eating right so they also say remember that when you eliminate too much of the bad stuff out too quickly it makes us have you know deeper cravings right and we want to eat more of it when we get our hands on it so if we incorporate healthier foods 75 to 80 percent of the time We could lose weight and keep it off, right, which would allow us to feel better overall and still have a few of our pleasures in the process. So if we keep in mind, when we reach for that unhealthy snack, try to eat the ones that won't make us won't make us crazy if we don't have it anymore. You know what I mean? If we go to eat it, I mean, if we go to leave that out because we're eating the healthiest snack, we can still incorporate it into our diets little by little. And as we change our diets, actually, before we even change our diets, because yes, we could incorporate the healthier foods in, that's not going to be a problem. But if you're doing something drastic, we should always consult our physician to find out which, which way works best for us and what works best for us, right? So, I wanted to, like I said, when I wanted to start eating healthier, I actually went to a nutritionist and that's when I learned how to do the different things about the, you know, 
how to set the food on a plate and how to eat clockwise, you know, things of that nature. And it, I still today, I still incorporate a lot of the things that I learned there into the way I eat. I don't do everything exactly the way they said, but it gives me, you know, it gives me a reference to go back to if I think about it and really want to follow something. I always have that as a guideline for myself, right? So in conclusion, let's all try to eat at least one veggie a day. For those of you who have a problem eating veggies, start by taking baby steps, right? As we do everything else in our journey and it will make our travels a lot smoother, right? So with that, let's take a music break. You've been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. ever caught you by surprise Still it's hard to trust you when I'm lost in the wondering why But I'll trade every question just to lay down and rest in your heart And I'll reach for your Come be here beside me and I 
But sometimes it's hard to believe that you're working things out for me. But I can't see, I can't see. I'm walking with blindfolds on, but you're more sure than the ground that I stand on. Seems to make no sense. I know that you're in control. In control. I try. listening to What Would Kay Say? And I am your host, Kay Edwards. It is now time for Op-Ed. And I must be, you know, I must be honest. This week for Op-Ed, I really don't have much to say. I really don't. I mean, everything's been upside down. And I, I wanted to keep everything on a positive note. I mean, we already know everything that we went through with 
the last four years of our POTUS and everything that has taken place here in America with the pandemic. But for the most part, I don't really have anything to say. The one thing I do want to say is I'm happy that more people are able to get their vaccines. I'm happy. And I see the response of people. I see the response of people lining up to take the vaccine. It's like, it's great. I'm so happy that more people are on board with taking the vaccine. Because when we do that, excuse me, oh, you know, that just came over me. I, I Lack of air, lack of air. When it, when it, uh, <laughs> When it when you think about it, that's the only way we're going to be able to totally get rid of this infection, this virus that's going around killing so many still. I spoke to a girlfriend of mine in um, California. We spoke the other night and she was like telling me all the things that's happening over there. She's in Southern California. She lives in Santa Ana. And it's like New York was in the beginning. I mean, everything she was telling me about the refrigerated, the refrigerated trucks outside the funeral homes, the hospitals are full to capacity. You know, they can't go out. Everything is just like, and th- the whole time when she was talking to me, I was thinking, I was like, wow, it seems so long ago that New York was right in the middle of that before the rest of the country even knew what was about to hit them, we were going through it. So when she was talking to me about it, I was just imagining, I was like, wow, yeah, that was almost a year ago for us because you figure it was February going into March when we got hit, and here it is, we're about to be in February again. So it's like, I, I, I remember it, but it's so distant, and I'm so glad it's such a distant memory for us i'm so glad that it's it's in our rear view that new york really did what it needed to do so that we would not have we didn't suffer as badly as we could have suffered new york new jersey and connecticut you know the three the tri-state but i say all that to say the pandemic is still here and although a lot of you are taking your vaccines we still need to social distance, wear our mask, and wash our hands. Oh, I do have an announcement. I have an announcement. But before I get to my announcement, we'll talk more about the inauguration is coming up. It's this week. All the states are on heightened alert because of all threats or alleged threats that we've been, they've been receiving pertaining to what's going to happen at the inauguration. And it's it's just a sad state of affairs when you think that here it is, we're about to have an inauguration, something that we do every four years when we elect a president or re-elect the same president. And we always have security. Security is always what security is. But the fact that we now have to have the National Guard stand outside for us to having an inauguration because a group of people don't want to accept what is. It's just really sad, but what can we do, right? What can we do? Well, what we can do is pray, and we pray that nothing 
crazy happens because nobody wants anything crazy to happen. I don't even want to think what the worst would be, but we don't even want to go there. But with all that, I say we just have to we just have to live in the world that we're in now. This is the world that we're in and this is the world that we've created for ourselves. So what do they say? You made your bed, now lie in it. But I can never understand. I never understood that. You made your bed, now lie in it. Why would you make your bed and then get in it? I usually think that you're in the bed already. Then when you get up, then you make the bed up, right? Who makes the bed up and then now lays in it? But you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'm misinterpreting what it, what it really means. But to me, when they would say, well, you made your bed, now you lie in it. Well, no, I wouldn't want to lie in it if I already made it up. But anyway, oh, I did. I said I had an announcement to make, right? I have an announcement that I am published now. Yay! Yes, I and a group of other women, we wrote some short stories, and it has been published in the book. And the book is called, hold on a second, let me get it. The book is called She Writes for Him, Black Voices of Wisdom. And I'm really excited about it. It's the first time I've ever seen anything that I've written in print. So I'm excited. Also, I am going to start a YouTube channel. Yes, your girl is going to be on video. So look out for that. There's big things happening this year. Remember in our journey, we're taking our steps towards doing what we need to do. And this is part of my journey. So I'm going to have a YouTube channel. And for those of you who want to follow me, you can follow me now on Instagram. And it's, what is my address? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram, WWK Say Today. I have to get, I have to get more up to speed with these social media things. I really do. I forget them sometimes. I forget what my own address is. Well, I don't know if you call it an address, but I guess it would be if that's where you you write to people for on it. I don't know. But anyway, I have to get more up to date with that, up to speed with it. And this year, because my journey has taken on more than just speaking on the radio, I have to really be on point with this. So when I start speaking about it, I know what the heck I'm talking about. So with that... I guess I just really don't have anything else to say except for any of you who are first time listeners. I thank you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear any of my archived shows, you can catch them on Radio Free Brooklyn on my show page. What would Kay say? I'm also on Spotify and on iTunes. And if you want to write me a letter, not a letter. Who writes letters anymore? Right. Well, if you want to write me a little email or just say, you know, I like your show. Send me an email on what would K say at gmail.com. But I'm hoping that when I do the YouTube channel that you guys will subscribe and you'll like and you'll leave comments. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take it on a different it's gonna be on a different wavelength than what I talk about here on the radio. But just as exciting and just as informative. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm putting it together now and hopefully I want to have it out within this next, you know, this first quarter of this year. So with that, I say, everyone enjoy your Sunday. If you're off tomorrow, enjoy your 
celebration of MLK. It took us forever to get that holiday. It is so sad, but it just goes along with everything else with, you know, black people here in America. But we have it. Enjoy it. Celebrate the man, his legacy, because the legacy of the man that's leaving, (laughs) leaving out of the White House. Maybe I should have spoke about that, but no, we won't talk about that. We can talk about that next week when he's gone. We'll talk about what his legacy was or is and will be. But with that, I say have a blessed Sunday. Be kind to one another. Take care of one another. Wear your mask, social distance, wash your hands. And until we meet again, God willing, peace.
Treasure. 